CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Himalaya. The pandemic is dragging on. The economy is awful. And kids are once again doing school from home. So you're saying the next few months is shaping up to be a time of big decisions for a lot of folks. You know, we talked last week about the difficult choice about whether to invest in education or training right now. Lots of people are also trying to decide whether to cut back on work in order to take care of their kids who aren't able to physically go to school. I think we know something about that, Betsy. Our kids could burst in on this podcast at any moment. Yeah, we're not alone in this. Virtually every family I know is trying to figure out how to juggle kids at home with the serious business of managing their careers. I'm Betsy Stevenson, and this is a Think Like an Economist mini-episode about managing this trade-off. And I'm Justin Walters. And while we'll be back next week to talk about demand, we thought we'd pop in for this mini-episode to address an issue that a lot of families are facing. How best to balance work and family in a period when your usual childcare options may not be feasible. We don't have the answer for you, but we're going to use the lessons from the first four episodes to think through whether now's the time to cut back your hours, step out of the labor force, or put the pedal to the metal on your career. One simple way to frame this question is to ask, how many hours should you put into your career this week? That's a how many question. So the first step is to apply the marginal principle and ask, should you work another hour this week? Okay, so when I say that to people, they often say, hey, that question doesn't apply to me. You know, my my boss sets my hours. I'm either going to work or I'm not. But, you know, that's true for a few people. But if you think creatively about it, you have some control. You know, salaried workers decide how many hours to work on their current projects. And if you're an independent contractor, like a realtor or consultant, You decide the number of clients you want to take on. If you're an hourly worker, you may be able to cut your hours or take on a second job. And whatever you do, you're going to face the choice about whether to spend a bit more time working or use that time for its next best use. So the question is whether you should work one more hour each week. To answer that, we're going to need the cost-benefit principle. It's time to tally up the costs and benefits, Betsy. The cost to the extra hour of work is the opportunity cost. What else would you be doing with your time? For example, that extra hour could be spent with your kids or your family. This is really important during a pandemic because for many people, the opportunity cost of work has risen. Their kids don't have in-person school, so their next best alternative to paid work is time spent on their kids' education and nurturing. Of course, we've got to compare that to the benefit of another hour of work. The most obvious benefit is you'll get paid. Not everyone gets paid for an extra hour of work, though. If you're a salaried worker, you get paid a fixed amount each week, no matter how many hours you put in. But the more time you put into your work, the more you're likely to accomplish, the more you're likely to shine, and the more likely you are to get promoted or get a big raise. And actually, it's also the case right now you should think about 
you may also be less likely to get that layoff. The extra hour of work just might be the difference between having a job and not. The fear of losing your job can be an important motivator. But during a recession, it's a really, really big deal. That's because in normal times, most people can find a new job within about a few months. But during a recession, it can take six months or longer. Losing your job is always bad news, but losing it during a recession is really, really bad news. So let's take stock. You only want to work an extra hour if the marginal benefits are greater than the marginal costs. The marginal cost of working an extra hour is what you would be doing instead. And for many people, there's been an increase in the value of their time doing work at home. The marginal benefit of work is not just your hourly wage. In addition, it can help you earn a promotion and also help you avoid being the next worker fired. We're not going to be done until we bring the interdependence principle in. How will your choices about working today shape your career, your lifetime earnings, and your retirement savings? Often, this is going to be the most important aspect of this decision you're going to make. If you give up working today, you won't be putting some of your salary towards your retirement, and you'll give up the interest you could have earned on that money as you work toward your retirement. But in addition, if you keep cutting back your hours to the point of quitting your job, then that time out of the labor force can have a big, long-lasting negative effects on future earnings. Perhaps that most important cost of taking time out of the labor force is putting you on a completely different career trajectory for the rest of your life. These long-run costs depend a lot on the type of job you have. If you're in a job that tends to hire very few outsiders at your level, then you're going to find it hard to break back in again in the future. Time out of the labor force can be really costly in some of these occupations, like law or finance. But if you're in a field that hires lots of new people and pays less attention to recent work history, your choices today might not have much of an effect on your ability to land a good job again in the future. However, there are a lot of studies that show that many companies do seem to discriminate against people who haven't worked in quite some time. We'll dig into the labor market and many of these issues in a future episode. But for now, my advice is to think hard about your options and consider the long-run consequences. For most people, keeping a foot in the door will be much better than completely leaving the labor market. Even if your employer is not going to pay you when you're taking your time off, if they're going to bring you back to that job, if they'll give you unpaid leave, that can be a much better option than quitting altogether because it helps you maintain that important long-run connection to work. It's important to be aware that recessions can have negative effects that last for decades. Keep that in mind as you think about your best choice. We can't tell you what to do. You have to tally up the costs and benefits for you. It's different today because you'll have to assess both how the pandemic has affected the opportunities in your industry and how it's shaped the needs of your family. Our goal is to help you practice thinking like an economist so you can make better decisions, such as how much time to invest in work versus family. And as the pandemic has turned the economy upside down, the stakes around these decisions have never been higher. That's why we're excited to teach you the tools of economics. Next week, we'll be talking about demand and then supply, and then we'll bring them together in harmony with equilibrium. Good luck making your best choices this week. And as you go about your day, think about how using the tools of economics might lead you to make better choices. If you're enjoying our journey on Think Like an Economist, don't forget to hit subscribe, leave a review, and recommend it to your friends. I'm Justin Morphus. And I'm Betsy Stevenson. And this is Think Like an Economist.
To get the most out of this show, check out our bonus episodes and supplemental materials, available only on the Himalaya Learning platform. Himalaya Learning provides bite-sized courses from world-class thinkers and industry experts such as Ariana Huffington, Malcolm Gladwell, Tim Ferriss, and more for you to enjoy in the app, on the go. To get the most out of this podcast and others like it, go to Himalaya.com slash econ and enter promo code econ, E-C-O-N, at checkout for your first 14 days free. It's time to think like an economist. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.